fam, what's going on? It is a Monday night, about 10.30 or so here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, I wanted to do a quick podcast. Uh, the Spurs are in the playoffs, baby. Um, tonight we play the Kings in a must-win game. Um, coming off our last game, uh, literally every team behind us won, so... <laughs> It was like, this was a a night where we had to win. And again, even tonight, all the other teams that were behind us have won. So uh, had we dropped the ball, um, it would have been trouble. So uh, good things, um, you know, team ball, again, uh, when we play the the Spurs brand of basketball, uh, it's tough to beat. And even coming out... um, into the early in the second half, in the first half, we came out slow. We were shooting in the low 30s, uh, and just nothing was really dropping. Kind of an odd game for a couple of our guys. Um, even uh, LaMarcus, um, you know, only 6 of 19 um, as far as field goals, um, which isn't great. You know, 31% uh, for the game is not, you know, as a big man or anybody on the court, uh, but especially as a big man, you want to be closer to 50%. For the game, so yeah, he he didn't have a great uh, shooting night, um, fifteen points for the night, and but he was very active on the boards, fourteen points, two assists, um, got to the line, um, and then a couple blocks. Again, Lamarcus has been awesome this year on the boards, um, and as a rim protector, he's been great. Uh, I don't think he'll get any first team um, all defensive uh, votes or anything, but I I wouldn't be shocked if he was the second team all defensive candidate at least he's he should have his name in the uh, conversation at least um and then uh the other starter who really showed up tonight was patty uh 15 points he was 6 of 14 shot about 43 percent for the game uh, he was only three for 10 though for three uh, you want to see him closer to 40 percent another one of those threes would have been nice but um other than that he played really well um <clears throat> so it was nice to see his production and then uh, Kyle Anderson, as usual, not a flashy um, stat line, but eight points, five boards, two assists. Um, he's just, you know, always doing something. And then, uh, you know, two steals and a block. You know, gets, like I said, it's not the flashiest of uh, stat lines, but it he's always someone you can kind of rely on to be active uh, regardless of uh, who we're playing, um, which is a, a good quality. But... Uh, off the bench, I'd say the two biggest guys of the night and the best performers just period were Rudy Gay, uh, 18.6 rebounds, one assist. He was five of nine shooting. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he had, yeah, he had a steal and a block as well. Um, and then the old man, Manu, 17 points, six rebounds, five assists, and I wouldn't, yeah, and a steal, um. And he only had three turnovers. He was plus 17, his PER for the game. And Rudy was plus 15. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it's just, man. Uh, these past, I'd say, four games, the bench has been so good. Um, and I guess Davis Bertans did not play tonight. I thought he was going to get uh, more running. Oh, yeah, he did play. He just didn't do much. He had two points. Um and then Brent Forbes had a good game too, 11 points. He was 4 of 5, shooting 80%. He was 1 of 2 for 3 um, from deep. So uh, that's good. Um, 
So you have the uh, the other games tonight that <clears throat> the teams behind us. Uh, I was worried because um, starting off the night early, um, OKC played Miami, and but by, by the time we were tipping off, OKC had already blown out Miami. So they were kind of in that same chunk of teams that were all hanging together. Um, and then uh, we, I wanted Utah, uh, or I'm sorry, I wanted uh, Minnesota to lose to Memphis tonight, hopefully, but. Again, I looked at the score and I was like, okay, that's not happening. <laughs> Minnesota ended up winning 113-94. And then I was hoping Portland would uh, beat Denver, but Denver snuck out on a late win again. That's like their third or fourth late win of the season. Uh, and that was a huge one to keep them in the conversation because if they lost, they were completely out. Um, and then f- right now there's still, four, what, eight minutes left or so in the fourth quarter on ESPN between the Pelicans and the Clippers, but again, the Pelicans are crushing the <laughs> the Clippers. So if we lost tonight, we would have been pushed down to eight, um, <clears throat> and you know going into the last game of the season being a must win. Um, so as far as standings go, uh, we are the f- uh, is it six? I believe we're the five spot right now. Sorry, so we're the five spot. I don't know if we finish there. Because we're about to be tied with Oklahoma City, or I'm sorry, we're ahead of Oklahoma City, obviously. We have the tiebreaker with them. And then New Orleans, we still play them, but I don't know if you're Pop, do you play our starters, uh, you know, in this next game? Does it make sense? Do you want to you know, risk injury, or do you just sit everyone and just say, you know, it is what it is, whatever happens, happens type scenario? Because, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah... I like I'd love to finish fifth right now because fifth would mean uh we'd be playing Utah and Utah is a good matchup for us. Um I think we can expose Gobert at the same time Gobert does give a Lamarcus trouble. So that's the only reason I'm hesitant to want wanting to play Utah. Um if we drop down to the a 6 seed, which I would be all right with, it would be cool to me to see us play Portland. Um, I know Damian Lillard is very good, and uh, <clears throat> CJ McCollum's great, and Nurkic has had a good season. Um, Portland's had a good season in general. They've won 48 games. But <clears throat> I feel like that's a team we match up well with. And let's just say we possibly get Kawhi back, um, then I think we really have some potential to uh, do some damage. And even and more realistically, we probably will hang at the five spot. Let's see we get through Utah. That means the first team that we're playing is going to be uh, the whoever wins out of the Houston and the one and eight seed, basically. So <clears throat> I like our chances, especially if we had a Kawhi Leonard coming healthy into the second round. If we could, let's just say he doesn't play in the first round, which is highly highly likely. He may not even play at all. But um, if he is kind of just waiting this whole season to see how he felt come playoff time, and that's kind of when what he was holding back for, just in case we made it. Um, I'd love to see him on the court, and what scarier team to see coming into the second round with a, you know, a healthy Kawhi Leonard, and if anything, if he even Kawhi's defense, having him out there on James Harden is a game changer. I don't care if he's, you know, sixty five percent of what he was on offense last year. Um, that'll work itself in. You know, we've won forty seven games this year without Kawhi. He only played nine of them. Um, I believe three of those we may have even lost since when Kawhi was on the floor. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, our next game 
is, like I said a minute ago, against um, the New Orleans Pelicans, and that will be Thursday night, I believe. Yeah, Thursday night. Um, Why is that Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night, I apologize. Uh, Wednesday night, and it's in New Orleans, League Pass, 8 o'clock. Um, so yeah, uh, it, the seeding will come down to that, and then the Nuggets and, um, T-Wolves also play that night, so that, so whoever wins that game, wins that game, goes to the playoffs. Um, so anyway, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, Spurs fam, we're in the playoffs. It's a good thing. Um, so yeah, go Spurs, go. Uh, tune in for more of uh, these podcasts. I'm going to do one for each playoff game. Um, they're only going to be about 5 to 10 minutes, just a, a quick wrap-up, maybe 15 minutes at most. But, uh, yeah, just keep uh, supporting the Spurs fan page, and I'll keep delivering this kind of content. Thanks, guys. I'm out.